If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, April 20th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for learning from trial. Would you like to? I would. Thank you. I'm so glad you asked because <laughs> it's always awkward when you don't. And then I have to say, well, I'd like to explain that. <laughs> I am trying to re... I've just had a week where things that are fairly simple just take longer than they need to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, the, it, it, it's just been an entire week of the printer jamming. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And... I have really been trying to embrace the, well, in the big picture, this is not going to derail anything, number one. And number two, what have we learned going forward? Even if one of the things we're learning going forward is to a lot more time for this particular procedure or process, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So setting up a, a text database for a new podcaster and... Out of nowhere, they sent me a message like, yeah, here's a whole bunch of paperwork you got to fill out in order to be approved to do this. And they needed stuff that we don't, we don't have related to like some like an IRS certificate with our tax ID number or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where that is. Nobody's ever asked me for that. But now I'm trying to embrace the fact that now I know going into doing it next time that I can't wait until the day before I have to do it. Right. I got to do it two weeks out. Right. My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for T-Bird. T-Bird has been with us since literally day one. Was it literally day one? Pretty close. Pretty close to day one. We were both, I mean, not we, but we collectively were in a similar situation. Like she had just gotten fired. Jeff had just gotten fired and had a, like a kind of a bad breakup. Right. At the job. And so they were going through that and really connected over the upside and over a fresh start and doing something new. And T-Bird is just one of these people like, man, she has stuck with us. Highs, lows, just through everything. And then it was such a kind, amazing attitude. And her birthday was yesterday. And I usually think of people like the morning of their birthday because I look at my calendar and I'm like, oh, it's his birthday. And so we were recording yesterday. I hadn't looked at my calendar for the day. And so I didn't get to wish her happy birthday on the show yesterday. I'm so grateful for her. So happy Happy belated. And then tying mine in, what have you learned? What have you learned going forward? Perhaps you should write birthdays in the day before the actual birthday. Perhaps every day on like Sunday, I should look at my calendar for the week. Or we just rely on Facebook. What did people? I don't get on Facebook all that much. I mean, I I don't get on a ton either. But when I do, I always see birthdays, and I think I don't see birthdays. It doesn't say T Bird's birthday is tomorrow. Click on your notifications. Hmm. I hopefully by the time that this is being heard, I am in a much better mood than I am. Right now, as it's being recorded, Jeff, I I looked at Jeff today and I was like, you seem like you're in a really bad mood yesterday. And oh, yeah, yesterday and said, I think you're in a really bad mood. You seem like you're in a bad mood. Are you okay? And you turned around and you were like, you know what? I feel like I am in a bad mood. And you know why I think that is? Because I had a bad dream minutes before I woke up. 
And I, I think it just spoiled my whole day. I think the I think the bad dream actually woke me up and I couldn't tell you what I can only remember one moment of the dream. Okay. And I think it was the end of the dream. It was the part that woke me up. I don't know if that's where the story ended, mm-hmm. but it's what woke me up. I think cuz it uh, upset me so much, but there are there are a few people that I don't like, that I don't care for, right? There is a very short list of people that I hate. I think there might be one person on it. Really? Maybe two. Okay. Because there are people that I... that I don't like. I don't care for the way they have treated me. I don't care for the way they've treated people that, that I like. I don't, I don't appreciate or respect their, you know, their values. Or, but they don't get you riled up. I don't hate them. Yeah. Hate's such a strong word, you know? It is a strong word. It's such a strong word. And I just... I just sometimes I just ac- accept people for the I ex- every everybody is on a unique journey and sometimes the output of that journey is a person that I don't get along with right mm-hmm. does that make sense so I give people a lot of grace but there are some people that I that there are mm, Definitely one, maybe two people that I just think are so disgusting in their behavior and in their in their uh, character and in their being Mm -hmm. that if I ended up in the same room as one of them, I would leave the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And this person was in the last moment of my dream. Mm. The person you hate. The person I hate. The person who I would leave the room if they walked into it. Mm-hmm. And that was what happened in the dream is we were in the same place and we were forced to pass each other in a corridor. And there, they interacted with me like, hey, we cool. And that was where the dream ended. Oof. I, f- I feel like I just woke up. In a bad mood. In the same way as if I had encountered you, it, that person. You had in like real a life. dream ghost. Yes. Yeah. So did yes. you play out after the fact, like what would have happened, like what your response to that person would be? I would have left the room. Yeah. Just like looked at them, turned around and walked out. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. So I I don't I I think that just put me in a bad mood. And it had me thinking about. Years ago, we had a conversation about forgiving and forgetting. Mm -hmm. And I said, people say, oh, you have to forgive in order to move on. You forgive. You have to forgive people who do you wrong. And I maintain that you don't. Yeah. Perhaps I was wrong and this was why. But some things I think are unforgivable. Wait. Why were you wrong? Why do you think you were wrong? Because maybe that's the reason I had a bad dream and this person it's was in it. because you haven't let it go. Because I haven't let it go. Because even though it's, I, I don't think about th- this person ever, right? Mm-hmm. Never pops into my mm-hmm. head. The fact that it 
did in the form of a dream and kind of ruined most of my yesterday, perhaps if I found a way to forgive, but it's still logically, it doesn't make okay, sense. Here's what I want to know, because I have someone in my life and I wouldn't say that I hate her, um, but who I definitely feel like, you know, we're not friends anymore. Our friendship ended. Um, I said, this is why I'm ending my friendship with you, but I still have like a couple more things that I want to say. Like, I want to know years later, do you know why we're not friends? And like, have you taken ownership of what you did to me? And I would love to have the chance to ask that question. That, that is so petty. It's, I don't think it's petty at you, all. You don't? You're, but that might. That's the equivalent of saying, have you learned your lesson to a toddler? I realize how that came out, but I just want to know, like, is your, here's a better way to ask it. Is your life different now? And do you have any regrets? That's what I would ask. Cause it was not even like about me. It was like this person was spiraling down and took everyone. It was like a tornado. It's like taking everyone in their like wake or whatever. But I think that would be the only way that I would feel closure and be able to release something. But I don't know that I want to have that conversation. And I think it's the same thing for you. Like, I feel like if you were ever going to sit down in a room with a person that you hate or someone that you just cannot forgive yet, do you think that whatever you got to say, if they were not maybe in agreement with you, but like, okay, I understand why you feel that way and we're not meant to be in each other's lives and, and we'll go our separate ways. Do you think you'd feel, would that no. be like a forgiveness? Like you I, don't think that any conversation or any apology. No. It would, wouldn't be, it, it wouldn't be worth the risk because could you imagine in your situation, can you imagine sitting down with someone who you have cut out of your life mm -hmm. and saying to them years later, I need to know how this impacted you. I need to know if you understand what you did that caused our friendship to end. And I want to know if you regret any of the decisions you made to contribute to that. What if they just said, no, haven't really thought about it. How enraged would you be? I, I would, would be, I would be livid. I would be flipping table housewives livid. I don't think I would be livid at that. At I, that. Would. I would think I would be in the same place. I think it would be, I would be livid if they were said, I would be well, worse. you drove me to do that and then defended everything that happened. Like that would make it worse for me. But I feel like, you know, there's people, there's someone from my past. I think I've had like three, maybe like four hard and fast, like friendship over do not contact me again situations in my life. Um, and out of those four, one of them, I'm like friendly with the person now. And we kind of, were both just like, I don't know that we ever talked through what happened, but I'll get random text messages from her or she'll comment on things on Instagram that are really nice. And so it's kind of like the past is the past there. So that to me is like forgiven and gone, but the three others, I don't know. I'm still kind of holding on to them. I don't wake up every day bitter, but I think until I hear that things are different for them, I don't think I would be able to forgive. Okay. Changing the tone completely. Did you get to talk to your mom who was a career flight attendant until her retirement at the start of COVID? Yeah. Like 40 something years. <clears throat> my mom was a flight attendant. 
Did you happen to ask her about the popcorn incident? I did. From the United Airlines flight. If you didn't hear the see the news or listen to yesterday's show, uh, a, a, a guy sent out a tweet, tagged United Airlines in it, and said that they were out of line by asking his wife, who is, I think, five months pregnant, four or five months pregnant, to pick up popcorn that his two children spilled on the floor of the airplane cabin after a flight. He said... This is unacceptable. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to put words in his mouth. But he basically said, this is unacceptable. You don't ask your passengers to do this. Um, Before we get to your mom's input, I will say that Moshe has discussed this on his podcast. And he also put it up on his social media where he has. Yeah, I commented. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Did you see his vote? Did you vote? No, I didn't vote. 53. As of as of. Uh, yesterday, I think 53% of the people who responded said it's the airline's responsibility to pick up the popcorn and they were out of line. Okay. I have a few things that I would like to say. One which, of them, which is it, that 53 doesn't really count because that's within the margin of error, I think. 3%. So, 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 okay. Here is first of all, we have not heard directly from the flight attendant. We probably won't. No, of course because we won't. No. You know, she's protected by a company who is probably saying, you know, employees, we don't let them speak on behalf of the company, whatever. Right. I don't know that if that's the case, but I'm assuming that we probably won't hear from this flight attendant. So we're only hearing one side of the story as told by one person who happens to have a very large audience. (laughs) You I'm starting to think that one of the people that you hate is Jesse James Decker. I know I I don't hate her. I just I I. I, that's a different conversation for a different day. Um, but is this just, it's just a broader topic. You are trying to make it about this person and that flight attendant, regardless of who well, I am, because I want to say what I said in Moshe's comments, which is something that you taught me is that when one person has a microphone and the other one doesn't like, we're not having a fair fight. Like I think people are going into it, like splitting hairs of like, Oh, well the flight attendant was rude about it and whatever. Like, I don't think that's the point. My mom but I just want to get your opinion. Regard, take the celebrity out of it. Mm-hmm. Take the fact that this one person had a microphone and the other one didn't, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that a flight attendant can ask a customer to clean up after their children on a flight that they bought three tickets for, the mom and two kids, do you think that's warranted? And, and I think the extension of that is, do you think a server can tell parents, hey, clean up your kid's mess before you leave? No, do you think I a- don't think either one are warranted. Okay. But I do think as a parent, it is very rude. And it is. We, we've acknowledged that. So here's what my mom said. Yeah. And I kind of hadn't thought about this before, but I think it is, a, you know, like a, because I asked her two questions. I said, what's your take on this? And my mom said, most parents don't allow the kids to trash the area around their seats, although there are a few. Um, This shows a lack of respect for fellow passengers, which is also true. Like if you have someone that's disrespecting the area, the person behind you in front of you may be impacted. Yeah. And that is disrespectful to the people around you. So that was a good point I hadn't thought of. And then I said, how would you have handled it though in the situation? And she said, ask if they need any paper towels or offer the burp, like the barf bag for them to put their trash in. Beyond that, you can't do much 
because right. they're the customer. So, right. um, my mom's like, no, I wouldn't have said that, but I would have given her something and be like, Oh, do you need this bag for cleanup? You know? Right. And then just now, left it there to your point. That could be what the flight attendant said. And they just right. took it to the extreme. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I agree with that. But I think in the big, unfortunately, I think in the bigger picture of the whole thing, it's, it, it makes them, I don't even, I don't even want to say it makes them not great people because you don't know. What if one of her kids was sick? What if, what if, what if the five-year-old was about to pee her pants or his pants? Mm -hmm. What if mom, five months pregnant, what if she was feeling like she was about to throw up. We don't know the circumstances. No, we don't know the circumstances. And if I'm going to say that about the flight attendant, I have to also say it about the family. I do think that in my, in a best case scenario, um, my kid, I mean, at least two, we have her picking up after herself. I never leave a restaurant. I never leave anywhere with her making a mess. If I couldn't do it myself, I would ask for help or acknowledge how embarrassed I am or, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry and offer a sincere apology. And I think that's just the difference between people. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just, some people, some people, I think believe and this, they're not wrong, but some people might believe that if they purchased three plane tickets for a thousand dollars each, they just spent $3,000. Right, which includes the cleanup after, yeah. like the cleanup crew that you well, know the airlines I, paying and right. Give me a hundred dollars you know. if you want me to clean my area. Give me a hundred bucks back per ticket. It's yeah. like a hotel. Like, right. do you leave your hotel? Like you and I, when we leave hotels, we always throw all of our trash away. Right. We, you know, put all the towels in one place. So they're like we kind of tidy it up. We even take when we go to a movie theater. We even take our trash to the we do the can at the end. I'm always I'm. I feel like the movie theater, maybe because it's dark, people just trash movie theaters. I mean, yeah, it's really kind of crazy. So just because you can doesn't mean you should. I think it's just a a judgment call. And there are some people that clean pre-clean their hotel rooms and there are some people that don't. We are big old fans of Liquid IV in this house. It keeps our whole house hydrated. It is part of a daily routine. It is a staple in our pantry. And we got our last shipment of Liquid IV in last week. And I was very excited to see strawberry lemonade in our order because, oh my gosh, it is so delicious. I may have a new favorite. Other than that, it is Uh, lemon lime, which has been my favorite for years now. Here's the thing about Liquid IV and why we love it. It is the hydration brand fueling your well-being. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. You can use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, maybe you had a little bit much too much to drink and you need to get your hydration back. Liquid IV makes hydration taste great. There are 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C, and has three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's also non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. You can grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. I feel like yesterday was a big day for you. 
Why? Because you made it LinkedIn official. When you're talking about relationships, remember it used to be Facebook official? Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, you you made a long post on LinkedIn talking about leaving your job of seven years and coming, branching out on your own and coming to 1022 full-time. And uh, you tagged a bunch of people in that who have who have supported your journey and supported our business. And you told the entire world. And I, I did. And I feel like, I feel like that's, that's worth mentioning. That I did it on LinkedIn and I was excited about that. I don't know why it's taken me so long to make that post. I LinkedIn to me is so intimidating because I feel like 100% of the people on LinkedIn are smarter than I am. No, they're all, and, to me, I feel like everybody on LinkedIn is as performative, if not more performative than Instagram. Yeah, but it's in a workplace setting, which to me makes it more intimidating. Okay. Like I'm not intimidated by performative parents and stuff like that. Like I am on Instagram, Yeah. but I am really intimidated by people who write really long, you know, posts and talking about CRM and like, I don't even know what that means, but like just all these I think it's corporate cu- buzzwords. I think it's customer relation management or client relation management. I think. I don't know. I didn't even know what B2B was before like five years ago. um, Business to business? Yes, business to business. What's what's B2C? Business to consumer. Right. Yeah. That was a guess. Um, What's um, B4A? Before AA. What? Before and after. I feel like you shouldn't quiz me on things. (laughs) That's that one I made up. Oh, okay. I'm like, I have no idea, but I often see, and they're like people our age or people in like the same level jobs as we are. And I'm like, do people talk like this? I don't know. I feels very, um, I don't know. It just really intimidates the heck out of me, but I haven't posted it on Instagram or Facebook yet. And I feel like there's a subset of people that don't listen to the show and you know, that I'm not friends with on LinkedIn, that I have no clue that I left my job and why am I postponing it? I don't know. Why are you postponing? I don't know. I think just cause it takes time and I want to be thoughtful. And I feel like when you announce you left your job, it has to be this like really well thought out thing. Um, so I don't know. Okay. It just seems like, well, now that you have the LinkedIn post, can you just simplify it down for the Instagram people, then simplify it down even more for the Facebook people? Yeah. Yeah. I could. Here are your three random things for today. That sounded that sounded so judgy. I didn't mean simplify it down like you guys aren't smart enough to understand this. I meant make it shorter. Yeah, because people won't read it on Instagram if it's that's that long. what I mean. Yeah, like LinkedIn not, people. Not simplify it like you know. Hey, let the dummies down here get it. Simplify it. <laughs> I didn't even think that. Parse it up. Didn't even think it. Um, your first random thing is really genius. And that is that, you know, okay, so tax day was this week, right? And Kayak has launched a genius marketing campaign and they have put on their website a place where you can put in the amount you're getting back from IRS and it finds flights that you can afford. So smart. So it's like, okay, you're getting, you know, $1,200 back from the IRS this year. Okay. You type it in. Here's where you could go with your $1,200. Like, are you kidding me? That is genius. If you have, if you owe taxes, you could also use that same box to find out what vacation you won't be taking this year. Right. Here is the vacation that Jeff and I are not taking. Um, and it said that the average tax refund from the IRS is $2,900, which sounds like a lot of money. 
doesn't it? Yeah, that's a trip. For the average person. Like uh-huh. that's like a you go a lot of places with twenty nine hundred dollars. Totally. You can fly to Boise first class. Here is your second random thing. Researchers are developing AI technology that will detect whether a person is really sick when they call into the office to say that we're sick, that they're sick. So it analyzes the speaking voice and it can use artificial intelligence to determine whether or not that's a fake cough or a real cough. So weird. So jacked up. And I feel like, are people actually coughing on the phone when they're calling in sick or are they just like, don't you feel like you have to, I feel like you talk lower, but I don't feel like you're like, like I'm sure some people do. I remember one time that I hurt my back and it only hurt it only, have you ever pulled a muscle on your back or tweaked your back? Yes. Okay. So if you haven't, it's, it is a delightful, it is a surprise and delight injury because you could be totally fine. And then you turn to pick up a pen that's on your right side. And you're done. And it w- it feels like somebody just stuck a uh, steak knife. Rating your and it, it'll almost knock you down, but if you move just a tiny little bit, it doesn't hurt at all, and you very quickly become aware of what movements cause the injury. Years ago, I did that to my back, and I had to call in and I said, I know I don't sound sick, I know I actually sound fine, but I can't come into work because every now and again I move just right and I scream out in pain, <laughs> so I can't be in a radio studio. So I'm sorry. And your third random thing for today is research is showing that most Americans are digital hoarders. Um, The average American has at least 40 apps on their phone, but use less than half of them. I definitely use less than half of the apps on my phone. I probably use 15 apps and I have maybe 10 pages of apps. Yeah, for real. they They all sound so neat when you get them. They do sound neat. Like I have one that's for laundry that shows you what the... Laundry symbols stand for have not used it once, but like, what a brilliant idea. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the average person has over 1000 unread emails. Um, I have 21,000. Yeah. Right now. Why do you have so many? Um, Shouldn't those have all gotten deleted when you left your job? A lot of them were, but a lot of them are from like my spam account, you know, that I use when I, you know, buy something from J crew and then they send me emails forever oh, and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and then around 60% of Americans never delete photos or videos from their devices to which I say, I think that our phones make it way too hard and time consuming to delete stuff from your phone. Yeah. Like, cause it's just a whole project. I mean, delete. I have like, are you sure you want to delete? Okay. Now it's sure? in the album. Okay. Now, now it's in the trash album. Then you gotta go in the trash album. Then it says, do you want to permanently tr- delete this out of the trash album? I remember I was so, um, I had high hopes for keeping my phone organized before Ellie was born. Even after you delete it out of the trash album, sorry to interrupt, but even after you delete it out of the trash album, don't they say, okay, it's trashed, but for 30 days we'll hang on to it in this other trash album. Something like, yeah. Then it'll delete. It's or a something. whole thing. It's a whole thing. And I, before Ellie was born, I was like, you know what? I'm going to clean out my phone. So I'm ready to have pictures. Okay. I got my like phone storage. I, it was like, I had 12,000 photos left to sort through. The rest I put into cloud albums, whatever. 
Ellie was born and I have not had time to go through and do like a mass delete, nor do I want to. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's not a great picture. And she's blurry. But like, if something happened to her tomorrow, like, I mean, I want that blue, that blurry picture of her forever. So I can, you know, have it. I don't want to delete it. And since she came along now, I have 40,000 pictures and videos. The reality is you probably only have a thousand pictures and videos because every time it just, it's just so easy. Cause there's no film. Mm-hmm. You know, back in my day, when the family, when we all went to Disney World, right, that every picture was thought out. You know, there was no, oh, here's 60 pictures of Jeffrey seeing the castle for the Cinderella's castle for the first time. Yeah. It was, here's one, my back is to the camera. Mm -hmm. Here's another one with me and mom and dad that we got a stranger to take. Right. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And if that didn't come out, if the stranger's finger was over the thing, then for the rest of our lives, it's a picture of your mom's, feet. Mom's got a finger over her face. Mm-hmm. Nothing you can do about it. Now, Ellie has a grilled cheese sandwich at Five Guys, and I have forty pictures of it on my phone. Yep. None of them are any good. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to the Upside. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow. I don't know if you noticed this as we were leaving our co working space, but they had, I think they got their lead certification, meaning they're environmentally net zero or whatever, okay. something. I, I, I made that up. I don't know what lead means, but it has something to do with office spaces being environmentally friendly, right? So they had a little plate of cookies out for the members. And I took one because I love cookies. And they also had seeds. Oh, I like that. For the environment. Did you take I, the seeds? I did take seeds and I was so excited by it. Are you going to, what kind of seeds are they? Sunflowers. <gasps> so, and then two different types of flowering seeds. I don't know what to do with them, but I'm going to figure it out. And I'm yeah, we got to so plant excited. those. In, except for I feel like well, this is a really dumb thing to say, and I fully realized that ahead of saying it. But I feel like sunflowers need a lot of sun, and I don't know that we have an area in our backyard where that's 24 like no, we that's take, sunny all the time. We take them over to your parents' house. They have that little triangle of space, kind of behind where your dad has the grill. Not the grill, but the big green egg. You think it gets sun? I think so. There's a lot of trees back there. I don't know. But we could give give those to your mom because she has plants and stuff. Ellie would be so excited to plant those. Well, I was thinking with the other ones. You know, we have those two planters. They were Mm -hmm. on the front step Mm -hmm. when we moved in. But the plants in them, I think they were just filled with pine cones. Yeah. I think I'm going to go get some, whatever it's called, topsoil. Whatever. And let Ellie plant and, them. Yeah, and Ellie and I will plant the, the things. Oh, what a cute little project. I'm excited by seeds. Hashtag old. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Erin. I've been a listener since day one. I just wanted to comment on the Facebook talk this morning. Um, I just wish people would understand that you guys are human. You're not supernatural. Um, things don't come easy to you just because you have a podcast. So people do need to have a little grace and not be so judgy-judgy. But anyway, I love your show. I love you guys. And I wish you nothing but the best for your uh, future fertility. Thanks. 
Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Natasha, super long-time listener, not just for the upside, but also for Jeff since the Q100 first started in Atlanta. Um, I was listening to you guys yesterday and today, and yesterday, Kelly, you had mentioned that there were certain things that sometimes provide you anxiety about cleaning the house, like your garage clean-out and decluttering it and getting it done. And some of that anxiety is because Jeff may have mentioned it in passing. He may have said, this gives me anxiety, this bothers me, it bothers me when we don't pick up clutter. My husband does the same thing, and I do it to him too. It's not me being critical. I don't think it was Jeff being critical of what you do, and I don't think it was you being critical. I think you were truly just stating a fact that Jeff says certain things, and you listen to it. That's his way of communicating, and that's your way of communicating. You listen to it, you take it in, and then you do an action to respond to that. I didn't think you were being harsh on him at all. I love you guys together. I love the show. I've been listening to it for a while. You guys truly are sometimes the upside to me in this crazy world. I also was listening when you guys were talking about your idea and it not working out this time, and I am so sorry. Just a little heartbroken for you. I hope the next embryo takes. I'm sending you all the positive vibes, all the prayers, every good wish that I can that it takes for you. Either way, Ellie sounds like she's a perfect little child. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Allie. I had to pause today's show just to call. Uh, you guys are talking about cut-up vegetables, like already pre-cut-up vegetables in the grocery store. But I do know this. Shout-out to Ingles. I know in the city there probably isn't a lot of Ingles grocery stores, and they are so underrated. But they are one of the only stores that cuts their vegetables, like diced onion, diced bell peppers, in-house, and packages them and has them right there in the produce section. So shout-out to the underrated Ingles. Hope you all have a great day. Bye. Hi, good morning. Rouse is really great, and that used to be our favorite until we found Michael's of Brooklyn. It's just as fresh, all natural ingredients, nothing extra, nothing crazy in there, and it tops it by a million gazillion. All right, bye. Hey, guys. I was calling to land about this, the popcorn airplane scandal with Sydney Bass. This is ridiculous. I mean, I get what Callie's saying, that, you know, you should clean up after your kids. Um, but I'm with you, Jeff. Like, she's five months pregnant. She's got two kids. I mean, I would be very apologetic if that happened to me, but I would also tell the flight attendant, like, listen, I am so sorry. Um, I, you know, I would clean it up, but I can't. Like, I don't know. And also the fact that this is a news story is just absurd. Absurd. Okay, I have to go. Bye. Love you. Happiness is amazing. It's so amazing. It doesn't matter if it's yours or not. Is that lovely thing. A society grows great when old men plant trees, the shade of which they know they will never sit in. Good people do things for other people. That's it, the end.